But anyway, we're calling it four K's in a pod. So yeah, you are. Yes, to kind of dive into that. <laughs> Obviously, all four of our names start with a K. Correct. Um, and then you've heard the saying, "We're like two peas in a pod." You know what I mean? So we're calling. That may it- be a Southern Texas thing. I don't know, but that's a, that is a, that is a. <laughs> it's an awesome. Okay, two I'm peas in a pod, it. which means they're very, yeah. they're alike. So we're four Ks in a pod. Four Ks in a podcast. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 99 of the Between You and Me podcast. This is a place where we talk to music makers about the things that hurt, heal, and change us in evangelical culture. Normally, the best conversations we have are quote unquote off the record, right? We talk about our struggles and insecurities, the realities behind our songs and our stories with a close friend over a drink. Well, Between You and Me podcast is the place where musicians are able to get real and share those stories with us. My name is Jessica Morris. I am an Australian music journalist. And for the last few years, it has been my privilege to cultivate and share these conversations with some amazing musicians, both in Christian music and outside of Christian music. Today is actually somewhat of a milestone. No, it's not episode 100, which is next time. Tune in for that. Yes, please. No, today's a special episode because this is the first time we have had a Southern Baptist group on the podcast. As an Australian who identifies as like a Jesus follower, um, I sort of tend to clump evangelical Christianity and America into the one big ball. But what I have been learning through these conversations is that one, Christianity in America is very diverse, but two, even looking at the evangelical church, there are different denominations and thoughts in it and some people who affiliate with it and others who don't. And so I've had to have a really good hard look at uh, my own I would say nearly prejudices and, and also my understanding of people um, and having these conversations with people across a whole a whole spectrum of denominations and, and different theologies has really helped that. That's why I'm so excited that we finally get to include some members into the Between You and Me family who have Southern Baptist roots. Now, the Irwin family bands, they're called the Irwins, four siblings. Their names are Keith, Cody, Chris, and Katie Irwin. They are based out of Texas, but they actually grew up on the road. Their parents have been evangelists for 40 years. Now, in Australia, we have evangelists and like traveling evangelists, but this feels like a a super evangelical American thing. I've met a few friends who, who have grown up where their parents literally just go from one church to another. And it means that these four have a really unique perspective on the world because not only have they grown up meeting different people and ministering to different people at such a young age, but they've also really had to cultivate their own community as a family. I was so excited to chat to them about their new album, This Is Love, because they're essentially inviting me into a world that I know very little about. Now, there are a few mind-blowing things about the Irwins, which I will share with you in the bio that we're about to have coming up, where I go through the who, what, when, where, why, all my favorite things as a journalist. Um, But before we start this, let's just go over the fact that they are all under 30. They're all younger than me. Um, And they have received a Grammy nomination. Wow. What have you been doing in your 30 years? Not that, Jessica. Just running a podcast. Um... And they've also actually won a Dove Award. Uh, and the fact that 
these bands have collectively been recognized both like in the external music industry with Grammys and in like the niche of Christian music with the Dove Awards, I actually feel like it's quite a feat. It's really, I would say, hard and difficult to nurture respect in both those industries at the same time. If you disagree with me, just let me know. That's fine. But that's something that really impresses me about the Irwins. So you're about to hear the bio about them. And then we're going to dive straight into my interview with these four remarkable people. You will hear music from their new album, This Is Love, through the episode as well. Let's go. Did anyone else ever create a band with their siblings or cousins? Now, growing up, I remember cobbling together the most introspective lyrics my nine-year-old heart could muster and combining them with a chaotic ruckus of genres, raps, and words, thanks to my sister and two cousins. We would perform our songs, of which there were impressively two, to the seven-minute remix of S Club 7's Don't Stop Moving, where the scarcity of any singing in that track made it perfect for our long, choreographed performances. Now, collectively, we were known as CRJS, and unfortunately, we never quote-unquote made it, even after we sent a tape to a Christian singer and asked for her help making a record. It was just heartbreaking. Now, I know you are grieving the loss of the Morris Family Band along with me. Thank you, friends. But never fear. The Irwins are here. See what I did there? Based out of Texas, the Irwin siblings have lived their whole lives on the road. Their parents have worked as full-time evangelists for 40 years, and it meant that Keith, Cody, Chris, and Katie were naturally on stage. Now, any pastor's kid will tell you that they have filled the gaps, whether we are stacking chairs, helping out with communion, singing on stage. Well, between the four Irwin siblings, they've done much more than just that. Not only have they experienced God and see him move across the country, but they also sang together and learned to lead worship. Now, by the time Keith, Cody, and Chris were teenagers, they had released their first recording, What Really Matters, in 2011. At the ripe old age of 10, Sister Katie joined for the next recording, Jesus in a Song, and the Irwins have never looked back. Blending Southern Gospel and rock sensibilities with their perfect harmonies, the Irwins cemented their place in the Southern Baptist culture over the next decade. They have dropped six more albums, plus a Christmas compilation called What Christmas Really Means, in 2019, which actually earned them a Grammy nomination for Best Roots Gospel Album. Mind exploding. In 2020, they also picked up a Dove Award for Southern Gospel Recorded Song of the Year. It's not bad when you consider that all four siblings are under the age of 30. In 2021, the Irwins are back with a new record, and it's a message the world is thirsty to hear. This Is Love is a rich and emotive album of eight tracks with the leading single, The God I Know, declaring God's peace over our lives as we continue to do with COVID-19 and so much uncertainty. With bluesy, brassful, soulful and worshipful tones, this family band reveal a depth beyond their years, delivering from a deep, rich spiritual heritage that they continue to cultivate personally and as a family unit. I spoke to the Irwins about the creation of This Is Love, we chatted about what it looks like to take ownership of your faith when you grow up as an evangelist kid. And we discuss how they cultivate healthy family relationships when you are on the road together all the time. My friends, meet the newest members of the Between You and Me family. This is The Irwins. The Irwins! 
Irwins, please introduce yourselves again. Yes, yes, yes. I'm Keith Irwin. I'm 28 years old and I sing the uh, the lead part. I'm Cody. I sing the bass part. I'm 27 years old. I'm Chris. I'm 25 years old and I sing the baritone part. I'm Katie. I'm the baby sister. I'm 20 years old and I sing soprano. So, yeah. Oh, it's so lovely to meet you guys officially. Thank you. I don't think I formally introduced myself. Hi, I'm Jess. It's delightful to meet you all. Nice to meet you. We are jealous of your accent. It's my favorite accent. If I had to pick an accent around the world, it would be the Australian accent. I'm getting kicked out of the Southern accent right now. I'm really (laughs) enjoying it. So I'm all Sorry, this is Texan. This is not Southern. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. I can't believe I got it wrong straight away. Oh, that's so good. So are you guys still based in Texas at the moment? We are, yes, ma'am. This is where we've we've always lived. Uh, we lived in the Dallas area, the a suburb of Dallas, until I was five. So really, uh, not even Katie remembers that she wasn't yeah. even here sure. uh, for that time. But but all most of our lives since 1999, uh, we have been in, an hour east of Dallas, between Tyler, Texas, and Dallas, Texas is where we call home. Um, and so we're we're not there very often. God has us uh, doing uh, having a very busy schedule, but but this is where we call home, and it's always been that way. Nice. And what I've read, aside from the fact that obviously you guys create amazing music, is that your dad was a traveling evangelist. So you guys were on the road a lot. Yeah. So our father has just celebrated his 48th year in evangelism. So he uh, he was in evangelism 17 years before he met our mother. And he met our mother at a tent revival in Dallas, Texas, in Mesquite, Texas, actually a suburb of Dallas. And then uh, they uh, dated for a year. They were engaged, got married, and a year later, Keith was born. And he uh, immediately took all of us on the road, and we were homeschooled, traveling all of our lives. So if there, something seems off about us, there's a pretty good indication. <laughs> homeschoolers. <laughs> homeschoolers <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, my gosh. Oh, sorry. Please keep going. I enjoyed that so much. Yeah, but no, absolutely. And then, uh, and, but our father, yeah, he's we've, we've been raised traveling all across the country and really the all United uh, North America. And uh traveling with our father and uh we god started our ministry with us singing you know a few songs before he would preach every night and then over the last few years as god has developed our ministry and opened up so many doors for us now we are honored to you know uh, we we still travel with our father and he actually is our bus driver now so he does a pretty good job getting some windshield time behind the bus yeah so he's still on the road we wouldn't want to keep him at home and he loves traveling still and he gets to preach every once in a while for sure but uh god is uh doing some incredible things through our music ministry so we're having a good time as a family still as a family unit on the bus but also just in different dynamics and mom and dad actually sing as well they don't sing as much anymore but they definitely had a lot of impact and influence on us growing up and that's we definitely watched them sing a lot and that oh, yeah. kind of made us want to do it even more so yeah that is epic oh i love that i was a pastor's kid so it's certainly in australia different to yes. being travel evangelist but i relate to the sense of being like this is who we are and we're slightly off to everyone else but i, I get right. that we would have been friends <laughs> I get yes. you. Yes. <laughs> hey, pre- hey, preachers' kids are the ones that would get us in trouble, and then we would we would take the blame for it as we were just traveling. <laughs> oh, yeah, we would leave, and, and the preachers' kids would be okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing.
that Broadway bridge. He shows up where the homeless live, and he's bringing food for the body and soul. He sets the table for the ones in need, the lonely, the lost, the least of these. Then he opens up the Bible, and they fill up on hope. Forty plus years week after week, he cares for those no. talk to you about uh your new sort of ep album this is love um yes. i know it came out about a month ago yes. now um yes. right so can you tell me about this album how did it form in the middle of 2020 and every bizarre thing that it held oh it's incredible it's so interesting uh now that we're on this side of it re- reflecting and you know in retrospect when we were first uh uh, coming up with some of the material for this for this album uh, in the end of 2019, and even uh, writing some of the material for this album together at, at the beginning of 2020, we had absolutely no clue what we were all uh, in for. Obviously, not a single one of us could have anticipated what we've all experienced. However, uh, with that being said, I'm, I'm I'm thankful that we actually had the time, uh, the downtime. Uh, leading up to the studio time of this album, because I really believe we got to soak in on the material longer than we ever have anything any music we've ever released before. And we got to really um, focus in on, on the, the, the styles and, and the little nuances of, of sounds that we wanted to implement in this album, uh, all because of the downtime we had with the music. We already had all our material picked out in uh, before March of last year because we were supposed to go in the studio of April 2020. And obviously yeah. that was postponed. And then we it didn't end up recording this this album until I guess we laid down vocals in August was, of yeah, 2020. End of August. Yeah. yeah. When we were safe to go into the studio. But with all that being said, it, it is really incredible to, to see uh, how much I believe the, the dynamic of the album and how how much of an influence the album has on us and, and getting to sing sing the songs uh, just because we know the material so well because of the time we've been able to soak it in, you know, being able to relax into the music instead of, you know, rushing into the studio and then, you know, between road, road life and, and yeah. you know, touring is hectic as, as well to where it's easy to get sidetracked when, when you're trying to release new music. But I believe uh, if there is a good, a, a good perspective of this, I believe I'm thankful for the downtime that we are able to accomplish good music. Here. I also think what, what's super cool about this album is like Chris said, we had all of the songs picked out before anyone knew anything about COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so crazy to look now at the lyrics of the songs that we chose and how effective it is now um, and how effective it was for us when we we knew the songs, obviously, during that period of time. Um, so we got to really think about those lyrics and simmer on the lyrics. Um, and now that ev- we get to share it with everyone else, it's crazy that we picked those songs before all of this happened because we're seeing how effective and how fitting those lyrics are um, for what we went through in 2020. It's, it's quite incredible. It, we love this album. We're very happy with how it turned out. And people seem to be loving it so far.
thousand prayers, but still the answer hasn't come. And a thousand hopes left broken, I've left you all but none. I can't begin to tell you why he's asking you to wait. But here in the silence, keep holding on to faith cause the god i know can still move mountains the god i know still calms a raging sea he holds you safely in his arms and he won't let go that's the God I know. Hey, are you a creator? Do you like creating fancy slideshows for church? Or maybe you're a videographer, a podcaster like me. Maybe you just love creating things and you need amazing stock music or videos to fill the needs. That is where Soundstripe comes in. The team at Soundstripe are world-class musicians who have hired world-class musicians to create stock music without all the loopholes of licensing. Simply subscribe and you can select what track you want and license it as many times as you want. It's a great way to support artists and create world-class content. We love our friends at Soundstripe. We have been partnered with them since the first episode of Between You and Me, and we are so grateful for their support. If you would like to use their content or check them out, go right now to soundstripe.com and use the code UMEPOD at checkout for 10% off. That is the code UMEPOD at the checkout, and you will get 10% off. You're welcome. Hey, it's me again. Big surprise, I know. But you know what I love? Nearly equally as much as good music. I love a good band tea. And I love a good nostalgic band tea, which is why I'm a big fan of the Between You and Me web store. If you head there right now, you will actually find that we have throwbacks to some of the most iconic Christian musicians and plenty of ammunition for the next catch up with the friends you survived Christian college with or who also survived being a PK with. Go check out our t-shirts, our hoodies, our masks, because that's a thing in 2020, and even our phone covers or notebooks. We would love you to take home a piece of Between You and Me and remember wherever you go that you belong here, that you are a part of a family of misfits and worshippers and questioners and people who apparently like nostalgia. Go and check it out now at our website, betweenyouandmepod.com, and hit the shop button. The fact that you called it This Is Love, um, I, I'm so, I feel like saying I'm intrigued by that. It, it's a great, uh, it's a great title and something that you would hear in Christian, in Christian circles all the time. But I feel like at least for me, 2020 really redefined and challenged the way that I've learned to love God and love people and love the people in my lives because they've all been pushed and stretched so oh, yeah. much. Um, and I'm curious about how the past 18 months have actually changed or even stretched the way that you guys have learned to love other people or the church um, and how that came through on the album. Absolutely. I mean, that was one of the biggest reasons we picked the title, This Is Love. And, and such a year when we need to portray love is definitely the year we just all came through globally. And, uh, you know, we wrote the song on a cruise ship and we never thought that it may be a title of the record 
And uh, we all got together with our producer and, um, you know, we, we talked about that very same question you just asked. If, if there was one message you could give the world, you know, in this moment right now, what would it be? And with the song, This Is Love Sitting on the Table, we feel like that was probably the best and only option uh, we could create. And, and that's one of the biggest things our, our ministry tr- strives to do is, you know, in concerts, we want to portray the love of God and, and love of each other. And, and if we can do that uh, in, in a concert or through a CD, that's, that's definitely a message is that you'll never go wrong sharing. And the Bible says you, we, we, he will know, you'll know who we are by how the love we have for each other in Christ. And that's, that's why we get to, we get to share this message and we're thankful for it. Oh, that's so good. I love that. Um, So apart from the title track, This Is Love, do you have any other favorite tracks on the album that really stand out to you, either individually or as a group? Oh, uh. Tough. Oh, my goodness. Just hard to pick one. Um. It's like, choose right. a child. Yeah, You're welcome. Seriously. For real, it really is because we spent so much time working on each individual song. Um, a favorite, I think, okay, so it it literally changes every single day <laughs> for me. Um, but I think right now, especially now that we're singing it live some, a song called Already On His Way, God. It's very fun to sing live um, and people are really connecting with it. It's got a great message. It's a fun, happy tune. Um, the, brass. The, the brass, the brass. There's a lot of big it, yeah. horns on it. Fun. It's super, super fun. Uh, but the message is incredible. Also, it talks about you know whatever we're facing. You know we might not know what the outcome will be. You know we can face trials in our life that are scary, and you know we we just need to hand it over to God because He's already been through it and He knows exactly how it's going to end. He's an already on His way, God, and He knows exactly what we need in those hard times of life. So I love already on his way. God, I think that's my favorite, at least my current favorite, I guess. That was written by, uh, (laughs) there were two writers, uh, that had the profound impact on this album that, uh, we've, we've, we've sang a few of their songs before in, in prior projects, but this was this one we've, we did, I guess, four different songs by two of the same writers. Uh, Their names are Dixie Phillips, incredible songwriter. And then, uh, a young man named Kevin Weinbarger, who's written a few songs for us before, but my, my goodness, he, they hit it out of the park with some of the songs on this one, which was already on his way. God, blood of Jesus. That, which is, that's my answer. My favorite song is the blood of Jesus written yeah. by, uh, like I said, Kevin Weinberger and Dixie Phillips. Right. And the, the lyric is so, it, it's so simple, but, uh, but the way it's portrayed in, in a, such a dynamic way on that song. And, uh, I, I'm so thankful to get to have a, a, that that message each night, but also some, just uh, melodically, it's very it's it's very simple as well. So it really um, complements the simple message of the hope we have in the blood of Jesus. And I love and even like after the chorus, we do this uh, this type of post chorus where it's just like a we're, we're singing worshiping and uh, an O syllable. And it's so simple that I even the other night we got to sing it um, over in India, uh, Illinois, Illinois. I mean yeah. in Decatur, Illinois, and as we were singing it. I got to, to to listen out, and some of the people were were able to catch on to that simple melody of just a worshipful O sound. We got to sing it together, and after the year of twenty twenty, getting to hear you know a, a gathering of people singing worship to the Lord is yes. an incredible, incredible feeling that I will not take for granted any longer for sure. So that's that's a special song that I'm thankful and excited for everyone to get to hear. Keith, Cody, y'all have one. Yeah, I would say uh, The God I Know. It's a, it's one of our ballads on our record. Uh, I actually sing uh, on the first verse, and uh, it's just, you know, it talks about the God that we know as Christians. Uh, you know, one of our biggest, our only weapon in this world 
is to know who the God we serve is and worship. And, uh, and that feel like that's very, very, very important for a child of God to know is, is that God. And if you don't know that God today and you're listening to this podcast, I feel like you can uh, just re- reach out to the Irwins. We'd love to give you a, a plan of salvation and walk you through that, how you get to know the God that we know and we sing about. And this very podcast lifts up. So the God I know is the one I love to sing on the record. Uh, my favorite, I would say, would be uh, the blood of Jesus. Uh, did you say the blood I of did. Jesus? Hey, well, we had the same favorite, but just for the podcast, you can you can share a favorite. Well, ju- exactly. Yes, we can. Well, wow. just 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 Jeez. like just for podcast purposes, I would say my next favorite is "Store the Story Ends." It's the song that we open every single concert in, uh, and 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 it is a it is a cool song. And honestly, we tried to. We were actually pretty accurate with the demo that we were given on this song. They're very bare. They're very um, low budget because they really want the producer to have uh, as much uh, uh, creativity and artistry as he can put into the song. So they're usually just like a like a piano or just a guitar and one voice. Uh, but this one actually was pretty interesting, and it actually had uh, some, some, com- some computerized strings and, you know, obviously it wasn't people, it wasn't orchestra at all, but it was, it was like the computer that was the strings. And it was, in- it was very interesting to hear a demo that was that elaborate because that's actually very different than, like I said, a lot of other demos that we get. So that kind of threw us for a loop. Uh, but it, it just fit the song like a glove and our producer who is just the best in the world, Wayne Hahn, uh, actually didn't stray very far from the demo that we heard originally and, and this, and the, the, the big string orchestra that you hear up front is similar, very similar, uh, very accurate to what we heard that first day when we heard the song. Uh, so the it, songwriter it, had definitely had that in mind yes. and envisioned that. And it worked, it worked, uh, to a T, uh, to, for that song. And, uh, so it, it, it really works. The energy that, that the song has, uh, right up front, uh, really we've seen it work every night and we praise the Lord for it. Everything is perfect and suddenly the fall Ruined and rebellion like a wrecking ball We say goodbye to leading the great divide begins we know how the story ends. Oh, the times that heaven reached down to save the day. Through the flood and famine, God made a way. Centuries of testing and armies closing in. But we know how the story ends. We don't fear when the world goes dark. Cause He is strong and we trust in Him. So we don't lose heart Cause we know how the story is We know how the story is What I'm really curious about is that um, as a a fellow PK in some capacity is that you guys all so clearly yeah. have your own individual faith and such an intimate knowledge of God. Um, how did you guys get from the point of being raised in that to actually owning your faith and then choosing to actually share it with the world in such a vulnerable way, like through music? How, how did you make that transition? Because we, like, as PKs, we know it doesn't just happen. Um, so what, like, 
when was the moment for you guys, right. as much or as little as you want to share, where you were like, this is what I believe and this is what I'm choosing to pursue in my life? Well, me personally, uh, when I was leaving high school, when I was a senior in high school, I was trying to make a decision uh, for, for what you know I was going to do with my life, uh, as so many other kids at that age do. Um, and at that point, this is all I had, had ever done. Uh, we traveled and, and uh, you know, we were we, through high, throughout high school, as Christopher said, we were homeschooled. And so, uh, but I, we actually played basketball for a homeschool, uh, homeschool, uh, actually a Christian school that opened their program up to homeschoolers. Uh, anyway, yeah, well, I was pursuing what, what God was going to have me do during my, you know, senior in high school. I was looking to see other opportunities. I had a, a basketball scholarship presented to me. Uh, I love to play basketball. Cody and I both uh, uh, love playing and uh, and that was a that was a big choice that I had to make something that uh, that I loved I, I desired to, I love I still play basketball and uh, but I just knew uh, there was a time in, in that in that season where I knew that uh, wholeheartedly I knew that God had called me uh, to do this as a family and, and this unit that we have here so that was my moment and you know I I don't know I can't remember the exact second uh, but but I throughout that process I remember having so much peace and knowing that this is what God would have me do. And what's so cool is it's, it's, as Keith said, we all personally have different instances like that where we realized like basically like a, a, for a lack of a better term, like an aha moment where, oh yeah, this is, or just little, little moments throughout life where you have confirmations from God, like this is where he, this is his purpose for you. And, and, and that confirmation is, is, is so fulfilling. And, and just honestly, to be able to do that with our, my siblings is truly it, it really is something that I can't, I couldn't fathom doing it in any other dynamic. So the fact that I get to do it with them is truly, it's, it's a blessing. I, uh, I get asked a lot at concerts, if you could do anything else besides what you're doing right now, what would you do? And I seriously, I cannot answer that question when people ask, because I have such a peace with what I'm doing right now, thinking about doing anything else it really, uh, I, in a better word, makes me sad. It really, I can't think about doing anything else. Now, I have thought about doing some little side hustles, maybe, uh, about things I'm passionate about. I'm very passionate about makeup and fashion. Um, so I would love one day maybe to start my own online boutique or something. But I will never, ever stop singing. That's It's definitely the calling that Jesus has placed on my life. Personally, at a very young age, I started full-time with the group wow. when I was only 13. Um, so yeah, so I'm in my seventh year full time now and I'm having a blast. Like I said, I never want to stop. It's, it's what I want to do for the rest of my life for sure. Yeah. I, I don't know that I had one, uh, singular moment where I thought maybe this, you know, this is, this is it. This is what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life. I think that maybe, you know, and this could be not just me, but maybe God confirms that, you know, through every, you know, maybe once a weekend or or once a night where you have that moment where somebody may walk up to you and say, you know, this song or this moment or this concert changed or, yeah. or changed my life or, or this, you know, I found, you know, I had a new relationship with Jesus after you guys, you know, did a particular song. And, and I think, you know, I think God can use those in, in individual lives, uh, maybe just the time we need to hear it. Uh, and I know that's happened to me multiple times, uh, maybe when I'm having a, a bad night or didn't sing perfect, which happens a lot. And, uh, and you know, and, and something like that, God can use to just keep you, you know, keep, keep on going and stuff like that. So. Right.
traveling one together but like so traveling as a family unit but traveling around the country visiting different churches help you guys to better connect to people who are different than you um and I just ask that in like knowing that at the moment the church is so divided America is so divided in so many ways and it's very easy to find differences and it's hard it seems harder at the moment at least in my perspective, to find common ground with people. But when we sing and we talk about Jesus, it's one of the ways that we can connect. So what is it that that you guys have like been able to connect with, with people when there are differences as you've traveled? Uh, well, we just try to present the gospel. You know, this is this is probably more too much of a simple co- uh, answer to a to a pretty elaborate question, a great question. Uh, but you know, it's just uh, it's just the truth. You know, I think the gospel is is love and is truth. Uh, that's what that's what it is. That's what the story of the gospel is. And as long as we present the gospel in a clear form and 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 show that, that means that we are presenting love, and that means that we are presenting truth, and that means we are presenting the word of God. And so, as long as we're doing that, we we just want to be we just want to be gospel singers. We don't want to sing. You know, we don't want to just be singers. We don't want to just be artists. We want to be gospel singers, and uh, we want to present the gospel in the clearest way that we can. Uh, and we've learned that that is the 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 great way to connect because people, like you just said, all there's so many differences all around this world. Um, but but the great the greatest way to connect is to show love, and there's no greater love than Christ's love. And for us to be able to do that as we travel as a unit, as a family unit, uh, is an honor and a privilege. And uh, that that's that's what we feel is the best and easiest way for us to connect as long as we're just spreading the gospel. And we're not called to change anybody. We're called to spread the gospel, and God will do that. So we're not, you know, any differences we have. That's just material or earthly things. It's not. It's not. That's we don't want to use that as distracting for the ultimate goal, which is to share the gospel. Yeah, nice. So well answered, guys. Thank you. I know that was like a really tricky question, but I really appreciate your honesty. Oh, that, was good. that was great. <laughs> I'm curious. Um, how do you guys like prioritize family and like your relationships um, over your career when they're both like they're so intertwined? <laughs> you got, like you guys do life together, you work together. How how do you make sure that your relationships with each other like stay top priority? Um, when I imagine it's very sometimes it's very easy to just get caught up working. Understandably, I'll. I'll start off by saying in 2020, we've never been home as much as we were. 
Um, so that was, it was a different pace for us, for sure. We got to spend a lot of downtime together and family time, which we're very thankful for. Um, I know 2020 caused a lot of heartache for people and, uh, but it also, there were some good things out of it. And I like to look at the positive perspective of it. Um, we got a lot of downtime to really get to hang out with each other and get to know each other better aside from the stage. What is it, Chris? Yeah, I was supposed to say, I mean, yeah, Keith had his first child. That's right. Oh, Keith's a brand new dad. Amazing. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you so his, much. His little boy, Landry, was born in December of 2020. Oh. And that's their first. Uh, he's absolutely perfect. And no, I'm not biased at all. <laughs> of course, he's perfect. Um, yes. <laughs> yes, he's beautiful. And then Cody actually has two little baby girls with his oh. wife, Kayla. Um, Cody, you want to talk about them a little bit? Yeah, four-year-old and two-year-old, four-year-old Lainey, two-year-old little Ivy Rain. <laughs> oh, and, they're uh, adorable, Max. Yeah, thank you. They're, they are they are something. They're a mess. I've been with them all day. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I was thankful for this podcast time. <laughs> no, no, I shouldn't say that. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. No, I'm, you guys are amazing. I'm an aura of parents. You're doing great. Oh, that's <laughs> right. That. Yeah, and they get to travel some on the bus with us. Um, their kids and their wives. Kayla, uh, Kayla, Cody's wife, is a medical assistant at a local what? clinic by where we live. Wow. Um, and then Keith's wife is actually a special education school teacher oh at gosh. the local school where we live. So they have very hectic and busy jobs. Uh, Monday through Friday, you know, they stay very busy. But when they can on the weekends, they like to travel if we're close and they'll bring the babies. And so we got a bus full sometimes. So I guess it's easy to say, uh, you know, we get crammed up and probably you can imagine we're normal people. So we we have our moments and our times when I don't want to say argue, but intense moments of fellowship. I guess would be <laughs> oh, I'm going to use that phrase. Yes. 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 Intense moments of fellowship. But hey, when we get on stage, we put it all aside and just truly worship together. And it's a very powerful thing to do it with your siblings. So we have fun through it all, the good and the bad times. Love it. Yeah, it's so good. Um, yes. I have just a couple of random popcorn questions uh they're slightly out of place we'll see how they go but before i get to them is there anything that you guys wanted to talk about or share before i jump to that i think let me think it's okay if not i like double check okay i guess we mentioned the podcast other than that i think we're good did we mention the podcast while we were recording oh tell me tell me about the podcast that you guys are creating yeah, we are getting ready uh, to uh, announce. We haven't even announced it yet. So by the time this is released, hopefully we would have had announced yes. it by then. I'll not, make sure it's the announcement here on your show, on your podcast. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we're all we're putting together since we just don't talk enough. You know, we don't have enough time together. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we decided, we decided why not to record our conversations we have. So we're gonna ha- we're starting a podcast and we're gonna. Um, we're going to we're going to talk amongst ourselves but also we're going to uh, be interviewing a lot of people behind the scenes of that has really influenced our music and and getting letting people get to know our, our uh, us as people on a deeper level by getting to know people that influenced us a lot but anyway we're calling it 4Ks in a pod so yeah you uh, are to yes to kind of dive into that <laughs> obviously all four of our names start with a k Correct. Um, and then you I heard the notice. saying, they're like two peas in a pod. You know what I mean? So we're calling it. That may it- be a Southern Texas thing. I don't know, but that's a, that is a, that is a, <laughs> it's a awesome. expression. Okay, I'm here for it. Pod, which means they're, yeah. they're alike. So we're four Ks in a pod. Four Ks in a podcast. Four Ks in a pod. Nicely done. 
So any, anyway, yeah, that's a nice little um, uh, play on words. But we're going to announce the podcast uh, here today. We're going to do that here in the next few weeks. We're getting ready. So yeah. just look on our social medias under the Irwins, and you'll be able to keep up with when we're releasing episodes. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, we're uh, we're we're just we're excited to see what God has in store for us now that things are slowly reopening and people are are safely getting back out to somewhat whatever normal is. So <laughs> and and yes. we should probably briefly say something about what God has done through the through through the accolades in the last six or seven oh, months. Yeah. Uh our the Dove Award win that we were able to 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 have. I mean and we just it's it's unbelievable. We praise the Lord for 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 the for for the power of an empty tomb. That's the song, the <laughs> Southern Gospel song of the year. Uh, at the GMA Dove Awards and also a, a Grammy nomination. Amazing. Um, and uh, so so the, the, both of those things, we just praise the Lord for. Uh, we never saw any either of those coming, uh, but uh, but man, it was it was uh, it was just an, a dream come true for both uh, to 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 accomplish both of those things, and we praise the Lord for it. And, and they both it all happened throughout the craziness and downtime of quarantine yeah. while we're right. quarantining. Yeah, so right. we, I mean, obviously we weren't able to attend either of the events cause they all had, they had everything virtually. But, uh, with that being said, yeah, just, it, it's, it's another one of those instances where God can still, he, he moves and, and, and even through slight encouraging, even as, I guess you, you could say like as, as earthly superficial as a, a, an award of that, like we don't sing for awards obviously, but with that being said, that, that, that nod of encouragement, absolutely. It yeah. is an absolute, it, it, you, I can't even put into words how much of an honor it is to, to yeah. receive those accolades and that, that acknowledgement. It's a, it's a true dream come true. And to have it with my siblings again, that is just, it's very cool. No, I, even though I know that you guys don't do it for the awards, a double award and a Grammy nomination is no small thing. That's, you guys have worked so hard for that. You should be so proud. Is and and to have both, like in Christian, like in gospel, to have like both of them, that's wild. That doesn't happen very often. So that's that speaks so much about the quality of your music and your work. You guys can be so proud uh, of that. Thank you so thank much, you much, much, Jess. That yeah. means a lot coming from you. Yes, thank you. When the mountains just won't move Not sure how you'll make it through You don't have to be afraid He's on his throne When the waiting gets so hard You feel stranded in the dark Lift your eyes beyond the stars He's still and So my random quick questions, we'll see how this flies. Let's do it. You you just spoke about the fact that you all four have names starting with K. If you had a fifth sibling, what would their name be? Lester. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's funny? I was actually, I was almost a Caleb. Caleb. I'm sure. K-A-L-E-B. Solid answer. Your parents were onto it. Nice work. 
Um, Caleb. <laughs> that's the same. I have a twin sister. I have a twin sister yeah. and we make fun of each other for the names that we would have also had had we been different. So I get that. We got to hear them. We yeah, got to hear them. What were they? What were they? Uh, well, if I was a boy, I would have been uh, I would have been Samuel, which actually isn't okay. – it's not a bad name at all. It just feels very yeah, strange when I'm a, I'm a Jessica. Um, but my, yeah, sister, my, my sister would have been a Russell. Um, which he doesn't oh. feel great about, but still we'll go with that. So to all you yes. Samuel and Russells out there listening. Sorry. I'm sorry. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. My last question for you guys, and you can answer this collectively or separately, whatever is easier. Okay. If you okay. could go back, let's see, Seven years back to uh, 2013-14 when the four of you started performing together, um, Mm -hmm. what would you tell yourself knowing what you know now? Retire. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So true. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm sorry. I had to. Uh, Honestly, this is just for me at least. I'll let them answer. I'm sure Keith will round it out in in a good way anyway. But for me – the best thing I, I would say is, is, is to have patience because I, I feel like I'm, I'm always, uh, as a, as a, I, as I put the music together for our family and, uh, I, 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 it's easy for me to get overcome with, uh, the, trying to be sure everything sounds good and is, is put together in the best way that we can. Uh, so the message is, is portrayed clearly. It's easy to get worked up and, 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 and to, to, to stop and, and to reflect and enjoy everything, um, that's one thing I would probably tell myself to, to, to just relax in it and that God's definitely in control. But I guess I feel like everyone definitely has some instance in their life where they could look back and probably say the same thing about yeah. the instance in their life as he's in their life. But for, for sure, that's one thing I would say just to relax. My answer is going to sound very cliche um, because you hear all the time, you know, be yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but truly that's what I would tell my 13 year old self. I had a lot of amazing role models. I still do. And I look up to them still to this day. And if I start naming, I will leave out some, so I will not do that. Um, but it's, it's one thing to take some, uh, tips and tricks from people. And then it's another thing to, uh, try to be the person. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think I, I tried to do that a lot when I was little, but then as I got older, I realized the world needs a Katie Irwin. They don't need a copy and paste of another one of your role models. Um, so be yourself, you know, have your own things that people can look up to you about. Um, I think that's what I would tell my 13-year-old self. Jeez, it feels like it was forever ago. It yeah. really does when I was 13 thinking about that. But I would, I would really just say be yourself and own it. Own yes. It. Being confident in yourself. Cody? Yeah, those are both great. Um, I would, you know, I would say don't, yeah, don't rush anything. Just wait, you know, just be, be, be content where God has you. Uh, you know, looking back on those days, those were super, super cool days. Uh, and living in moments, living in days, living in the present, it's hard to, it's hard to tell, uh, how great the day you're living in is, I feel like. And maybe that's, that's an amazing, uh, designed by by God himself to so we don't look too much in the future because really we can't control the future yeah. we can't we don't know what's around the corner I mean case in point this last year so we don't we don't have a clue the, the best thing to do is truly live in the moment take each don't take each day for granted 
and uh, just cherish the ones you're with. It sounds kind of morbid, but it's 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 definitely it's I think it's definitely true to look back, you know, the past seven years and, and remember that message. Yeah. Absolutely. And instead of putting a period on Cody's con- uh, what he just said, I'm just going to have a comma there and just say to to really just enjoy every moment. Yeah. Uh, just enjoy every single moment that, that that we were in back then. Seven years ago, I was 21 years old and <laughs> I had uh, not met my wife yet. I'm trying yeah. to think. I, I had not. I was fixing to. No, wait, I had. You, you I had knew. I had known her and I had I had started dating her. Yes, I, I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to get that that right. Uh, you better. She'll be listening yeah, to this. I know, no, 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 no. Well, she definitely will not be listening. No, to this. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, no. Like uh, yes, actually, I, I had met her, and and uh, man, it was. I mean, really, God has just given us so many friends across the country, serving in so many amazing churches, and with so many amazing promoters. He has surrounded us with uh, just amazingly talented and genuine Christian people, uh, and just to uh, enjoy. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy every second that we have because um, they are just uh, there are precious, precious moments that we have been given uh, to to be on that bus together and to be singing together and uh, and and even even now, even now, right now with you, uh, Jess, just to to have this opportunity to talk with you and to and to talk yeah. about our ministry and what God is doing over here on this side of the pond and also what God is doing on that side of the pond over <laughs> there in right. Australia. And uh, we so we want to come see you. Yes, we yes, do. Please. You please come. I don't know if I, whenever God yeah, opens yeah. these borders, please come. Yeah. Yes. We would love to. Yes. We would love to. That's a bucket list moment. Yes. For real. This is the day that the Lord has made. Sing it again. It's an old G'day, my name's Luke and I'm from a band called Versus. We wrote Thankful at the beginning of 2020 and we had no idea how much it would become an anthem for our lives that year. The mission of Versus is to put the message of the Word of God to music so that people can have it in their day-to-day lives and that's what happened with Thankful. When I wrote this song, it developed such a divine sense of thankfulness in my life. I thought, if I can experience that, maybe other people can experience that too. You know, sometimes life just doesn't go as you plan it. But as we daily sing this song, Thankful, we are reminded that no matter what the circumstance, good or bad, that we have a reason to be thankful. And that reason is Jesus. So as you blast this song and sing it out loud, our prayer is that you would experience the joy and the peace that comes from knowing Jesus and having a thankful heart. Much love from here in Australia, and we hope you enjoy the song. Say it again, oh, I'm thankful, I'm thankful, yes I am. You've been so good that I'll say it again, I'm thankful. How amazing is that? Is that baritone? Is that bass? I'm pretty sure there's a baritone and a bass in there. That is wild. How do you sing that low? And I I used to sing, uh, what was it? Shows you how, where my singing knowledge is at. Um, back in the day, I was part of a choir and I, I always used to sing harmony. I have a lower vocal range, um, but never, never that. That's just the fact that you guys can can sing that low with so much ease and authority. And then you have like the the melody and the soprano in there from Katie. That's just really cool. I really enjoyed meeting the Irwins. We had technical difficulties. When you don't have a camera, sometimes it's like I live in this little black spot where I can't get internet. It's 
it makes it fun when I'm trying to interview people from halfway across the world. Yet all four of these folks were so kind, they were patient, they were gracious, they made time for each other, and they were also genuinely interested in me. I feel like anytime anyone is ever like, hey, I'm going to come to Australia, I'm like, did I just find a friend like that meme? If this is your genre, if you love gospel, if you are in the Southern Baptist Church or you grew up uh, are like super, super conservative from the South, then this may feel like home to you. Um, but if you're like me, and this is a bit distant for you, whether you have chosen to distance yourself from it um, or you're just not familiar with it, I really hope that meeting the Irwins just felt like you were meeting like some long lost friends. I think that the only way to cultivate true unity, which is about healing and justice and reconciliation and changing culture and shifting our hearts and minds, it, it only happens when we engage with one another, when we talk to one another, when we hear stories. Like that's where we meet the humanity in another person. And um, I want to say a huge thank you to the Irwins for taking taking a chance to chat to an Aussie podcast, which is it's it's sort of like in Christian music, but we also like push push the envelope a little bit because we're not Southern Baptist and we're not we're not really evangelical. We talk about evangelicalism and I don't really know what we are. We're just a group of people, a lot of us who identify as people who follow Jesus, some who who have stopped or are questioning that, who come together every other week to talk about real stories and what that means in our lives. I want to say hugest hugest thank you to Cody, Keith, Chris and Katie for making that time to share it with us. You can pick up their latest album, This Is Love, right now on all major streaming platforms. They are on Instagram at the underscore Irwins and you will find all their personal accounts through their posts as well if you want to follow any of them or all of them individually, but you can check out their major updates through their band account. You can also visit the Irwins online at irwinministries.com. That has all their tour dates. There are quite a few conventions and conferences right now as well. So you can check them out if you are living in the US. Wasn't that a fun episode? Thank you so much, guys. And, okay, I am so excited for our 100th episode. You can't see me through the microphone. That would be weird. But I'm doing jazz hands because I'm so excited. Episode 100 is going to be airing in two weeks. I know it's going to be so hard to wait, but just hang in there with me, family. I promise you it is worth it. I've already recorded the interview with our surprise guest. I've already started like creating content for it. We're going to do a giveaway. I am stoked. I just sounded so Australian, but I don't care. If you haven't subscribed yet to Between You and Me, if you somehow got to 99 episodes and you haven't hit that beautiful subscribe button yet on your podcast platform, please hit subscribe so that as soon as episode 100 drops, it arrives in your phone or in your Spotify playlist or whatever the heck you use. While you're there, would you also please go and give us a star rating on Apple Podcasts so more people can find us for interviews like this and for an next interview. I'm so excited. So I have had, I reached out on social media uh, asking people about their suggestions and their questions for episode 100. Now, I can't promise to deliver everything. I, I'm hopeful that I'll be able to deliver unicorns and sparkles and fireworks and 
kangaroos and koalas eating Vegemite while we sing Shout to the Lord. I had a request for dancing ta- or tap dancing giraffes. Um, I mean, I think people think I live close to a zoo. I don't. Actually, and right now I'm currently in lockdown. I'm not allowed to go more than five kilometers out from where I live, so I'm definitely not near any tap dancing uh, giraffes, let alone a koala. Definitely not near a koala, but we'll see if we can make it work. I have some questions that I'm going to answer on the episode. We have a special guest. Please, 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 please make sure that you have subscribed so you can hear this. I'm just so stoked. And beyond our 100th episode, we are, I just looked at my calendar today, we are booking up for the next six months. It's bananas. I say bananas and I think of the minions. It's wild. I've had so many requests recently for some amazing artists to come on here and I'm just, I'm over the moon. I am so grateful. This is still a side passion project that doesn't earn me any money. Um, And I am just so glad that we get to do this. All I have to say, thanks for doing this one with me, friends. Thanks for being here for 99 episodes. I will see you in two weeks for episode 100. Here's to hope. What if everything I have ever believed Was only a drop in the ocean Only half the equation What if everything